Well, we've got it all tonight. We've got playoff predictions. We've got awards predictions. And I get the feeling this is going to be loose because the 15 minutes before recording turned out to be so. I cannot believe I'm saying this, but only two-thirds of us are wearing pants. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Smithy, as a fellow, where are How are you? Yeah, I can confirm I'm a part of the 66% that is wearing <laughs> pants. So uh, it's nice to be in the majority. But, boys, this is our last preseason episode. The next time we're together, we're going to be previewing week one of the NFL. And uh, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. Well, it's knocked Teed's pants off. So he's looking forward to it, the great man, in a big way. Uh, Teed, it's not often I get to say this about a white man, but uh, welcome to the minority. How are you feeling? Yeah, well, it's nice to see you threw me under the bus. I thought we were going to leave it to the... Imagination of the viewers to who had the no pants on, but you know, here I am not wearing pants on a Tuesday night and you know, ready to talk some football. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. So, we'll start with the playoff predictions. We'll get to our division leaders because I get the feeling from our chats previously, and I'm looking forward to seeing one of us in particular if they actually go with the integrity of some decisions that they've made earlier in the preseason. I'm looking forward to seeing if anyone's gone back on some predictions or some calls. So we'll get into that. And then of course our wildcard teams, a few of the awards, and then we will let the good people go. Let's start with the AFC. Uh, Smithy, I'll start with you without too much explanation because we'll probably dissect our differences more than our similarities. Who have you got as your AFC division winners? Yeah. So from the AFC West, I've got Kansas city chiefs. From the AFC North, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. From the AFC East, I've got the Buffalo Bills. And from the AFC South, I've got the Indianapolis Colts. I am in exactly the same boat. And so am I. So, yeah, AFC is an easy one for us. We've all gone the same. (laughs) And three-minute podcast. Good night, everyone. (laughs) Uh, All right, Smitty, go through your wildcard teams. Yeah, so my wildcard team's uh, pretty simple. I have the rest of the AFC West. I've got the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Raiders. I like it. Teed? Yeah, I um, I was close to doing the same. Uh, but my first two, I've got the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, I just think it's way too hard to predict that all three teams that don't win the division are going to make the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, all it takes is a is one game either way. Um you know, for a team to win, and all of a sudden they all do make it. But uh, the seventh seed I have at the moment, Daz, and you'll like this, is the Miami Dolphins. Fins up. Oh, whoa. Oh, boy. Gee, wowee. Okay. I mean, I saw Tua throw to Tyreek twice in the preseason too, and I got excited. I can't say I put them <laughs> as the seventh seed. So I've got the Chargers, the Broncos, and I'm putting the Bengals in there because – and this is nothing against the Raiders – Uh, I'm not saying they're going to be bad or anything like that, but I can't see the regression in the Bengals that everyone else is seeing. I don't really give a damn about the schedule. Um, I've got faith in this team, and they've got a little bit of depth in areas. I know their offensive line is still not great, although they made a few upgrades, but I I feel it disrespectful almost to take out the, yes, albeit a Cinderella story, but to think that they won't back it up before the season even begins. For mine, I just can't do... Uh, the Chargers, of course, are going to be in there. Smokey for the Super Bowl. So Daz's prediction, first ever prediction on TDs and threes can come true. 
either this year or next year, and I'll take the Broncos over the Raiders. Uh, Russell Wilson's got a chip on his shoulder, and I like that in a sports star. So a couple of differences there, which we like. Now, there's definitely going to be some differences in our NFC division winners. So, Smithy, fill us in. Oh, actually, I'll go to you, Teed, first. I'll do this linear style. Who are your NFC division winners? Yeah, uh, the division winners in the NFC for me, I've got the Packers, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Cowboys. I like it. Smithy? I've got the Rams, the Packers, the Eagles, and the Saints. And the Saints. Oh, yes, our man, not not a believer in the Bucks. So I like that we've got differences. So I've got the Rams, the Bucks, the Eagles, and the Vikings. I'm still not sleeping that well, knowing that I have faith in Kirk Cousins and that Colin Cowherd agreed with me. So it's fair to say that dazzling sleep schedule throughout the NFL season is going to be absolutely rooted. But Justin Jefferson's going to be all-time. I'm looking forward to it. I reckon they'll get smacked in week one and I'll look like a fool, but they'll bounce back and do wonderfully. So, Teed, who do you think makes the wild card from the NFC? Yeah, the wild card for me, I've gone the Vikings. I just think it's um, on paper they're so good. And, you know, we kind of say this every year about the Vikings. On paper they look good and, and they never really perform. But um, it's hard for me to leave them out. I've also got the Cardinals sneaking in. Um, I think, in my opinion, it's out of them and the 49ers. It really is up to how Trey Lance plays. And, you know, I think we know what we're getting with Kyler Murray. We don't know yet with Trey Lance. So I'm happy to pick the Cardinals there. And then the last team I've got is the Eagles. Um, I think, you know, you can flip the Cowboys and the Eagles. That division, I think any of them four teams can win because they've all got pretty easy schedules. Um, But, yeah, I think the Eagles make it as the seventh seed. Bang. There we go. I like it. Smithy? Yeah, I've got the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Vikings. Yeah, nice. And I've got the Packers, the Niners, and the Cowboys. Um, I am enjoying, at the moment, uh, I know Reddit is a place where you can go down some pretty dark uh, rabbit holes. NFL Reddit is awesome. I'm just going to point that out for any fans that are getting into the NFL that are listening right now. Go check out some team subreddits. The San Francisco 49ers subreddit at the moment is one of the best places to be on the internet. The absolute opposites in terms of opinions on Trey Lance is something that'll give you much joy if you've got a five-minute work break here or there. Go listen to those fans argue because, to me, it's hilarious. I think they've got a Super Bowl roster if Trey Lance was at his peak. Problem is he's not at his peak yet, but I don't see a way that they don't make the... I was going to say the Super Bowl in the playoffs, I should say. So a lot of agreement there. Uh, let's go to, yeah, let's expand on this. If I'm putting you boys on the spot, stuff is. Uh, your AFC championship matchup. Dun, dun, dun. Probably haven't prepared for this, but we can go with it off the dome. Smithy? No, I actually did a playoff predictor the other day. So I had okay. the Bills and the Chargers in the AFC championship game. God, I hate it when we agree. But yes, I've got the Bills <laughs> and the Chargers as well. Uh, just to be different, I'll say the Bills and the Chiefs. I think um, it really is going to come yeah, down that's to original. maybe the Chargers or or the Chiefs. But um, it'll be such a good, uh, you know, story going off what happened in the playoffs last year, and it just kind of feels like that matchup is bound to happen. That would you be like. Him. Sorry, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say that would be like the. Early 90s Chicago Bulls 
finding Detroit a way Pistons. to get over the top of the Detroit Pistons <laughs> if the Bills were able to get out of the AFC because they have had some torrid matchups with the Chiefs in the playoffs over the last few years. And they've had some torrid Super Bowl moments too, going back even further mm. than the 90s yeah. as Bills fans don't need me reminding them of. All right, beautiful. I like it. Uh, NFC Championship. Don't worry, guys. I haven't gone uh, the Vikings here. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you go. Smithy, who have you got in your NFC Championship game? Uh, Packers, Rams for me. It's too much agreement. I, I think the same thing, oh, Packers no. and Rams. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've gone Packers, <laughs> Rams as well. Uh, purely, <laughs> I think Rogers just does not appreciate the fact that he doesn't win the division and goes on a reverse psychology revenge tour that I think might end when it comes to the NFC Championship because I've got the Bills and the Rams in a Super Bowl with the Bills winning it. I've actually got Any... the Bills and Packers in a Super Bowl with the Packers winning it. Oh, boy. I feel like <laughs> you're onto something, Daz, with this revenge tour, but it's not going to be about losing the division because they're going to win the division by about three games. But all this talk now that Rogers is going to be no good without Devontae Adams, I think he's just going to put in an absolute virtuoso performance, carry his team through the regular season and put on one of the great playoff runs we've ever seen. At least as long as he's not hallucinating his performance and actually doing it, I think Packers fans will appreciate it. Bubbles? Yeah, I've um, I've got the uh, a matchup that I've wanted for ages, Rodgers versus Mahomes, Chiefs and, and Packers. And I don't think they've ever versed um, in the regular season. Well, they definitely have versed in the playoffs, but they were supposed to verse each other last year. And I think Rodgers got COVID. Um, but, you know, I've been wanting to see them, them two play against each other the last three years hasn't happened, um, and this might be the last chance, to be honest. He tips with his heart, our man, and that's what I love. He does. That, yeah. that is what I love. All right, let's go to MVP. And I feel like there is a boring answer, a some creative answers, and some downright wrong answers. So I'm looking forward to see where we fit on that spectrum. Uh, Smithy? Yeah, MVP is a tough one. I, I've, I want to go something out of the box, but... I honestly can't see anyone not named Josh Allen winning it. I just feel like this is, he's just primed to win it this year. Um, he's got everything on his side. I can't see Rogers winning it three times in a row. Um, I think Mahomes is always a chance, but I think Allen has more to play for. Um, and they're really the main threats. So I'm going to be boring and say Josh Allen. Yeah, it, I, it's a boring answer. I agree with you for what it's worth. Uh, I agree. I also agree with the fact that Mahomes is probably the biggest challenger. And from there, you've kind of got a blanket over a lot of guys. You look at a Matt Stafford, you know, won a Super Bowl without an MVP. So does he really need to go to an MVP level for them to repeat? Probably not, especially with Alan Robinson coming in. So, Teed? Yeah, I've uh, said this before, and I'll say it again. I'm I'm all in on uh, Justin Herbert, and I I think he's a really big chance to get it. The Chargers are going to be in some high scoring games. Um, I could see him throwing you know, about forty touchdowns, five thousand yards. I I said in the bold takes prediction, I could see him breaking records this year, and um, and if he does that, he wins the MVP. But um, I think he's a really good chance to win it anyway. You want for my fantasy team that we drafted last night, boys? I'm really hoping that Teed is absolutely <laughs> on the money. Let me tell you. 
All right, let's go to Offensive Player of the Year. And I'm looking forward to this one, actually. I'm interested to see where we stand. Uh, Bubbles, I'll start with you. Yeah, this one um, usually just goes to the best player who's not a quarterback. And I think mm. this year uh, it's going to be Justin Jefferson. Uh, I can see him putting up uh, big stats. And by the look of that, I, I think we might all agree on this one as well. But, <laughs> we uh... really? We need to prepare more. <laughs> Um, you know, we saw what he did last season, um, and I think he's just got to improve on that. And um, and Smithy has touched on, um, you could see him getting 2,000 yards or a bold prediction he can get 2,000 yards. And if he gets anywhere close to that, um, you know, he's a real sniff. Yeah, I was pretty much handcuffed to this choice when I said <laughs> that he'd get 2,000 receiving yards because yeah. if you're getting that many receiving yards, you're winning offensive player of the year. So um, this was my pick from weeks out, and... I don't know how I feel about you guys agreeing with me. So I was borderline handcuffed to it, considering what are the Vikings going to do in order to beat the Packers <laughs> in the division? Well, looks like they're going to have an offensive player of the year would be a pretty good place to start. So <laughs> fantastic. Uh, defensive player of the year. I, I want to go first here because my reasoning for this has actually got more to do with emotion than logic. So I'm not really one to feel sorry for franchises, but I am someone that feels sorry for fans. Something has to go right for Cleveland, surely. Miles Garrett had 16 sacks last year, which didn't win him Defensive Player of the Year. Cleveland needs something to cheer on, so I'll cheer him on as he hopefully gets. Is it? Would it be his second? I think he's won a Defensive Player of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's certainly been nominated for one. I don't know if he's yeah. won one of them. Okay. Well, there you go. Might bring home his maiden Defensive Player of the Year. And Browns fans have something to smile about, considering I think they've only had like one thing to smile about in 40 years or what it feels like. Smithy? Uh, Miles Garrett hasn't won a defensive player of the year. He was um, close. He lost to TJ Watt last year. So uh, that's mm. the link. But yeah, uh, I think he's definitely the front runner. I'm going to throw a real wild card out there just because there's too much agreement going on. And it's something I can, it's something I can genuinely see happening. It's Derwin James from the Los Angeles Chargers. I just feel like he got the massive contract extension. He does so many different things on defense. I think he can have good interception numbers. He can put up sacks blitzing from the box. I think he's going to have really high tackle numbers and he makes impact plays such as forcing fumbles and scoring defensive touchdowns. So I think just with the wide range of things that he can do, I expect the Chargers to be a really good team. Hence, they'll have a really good defense. So. Uh, as a pretty much a, an outsider in terms of you know financial odds on Australian markets, um, I mm. think Derwin James is a nice little outsider who, who's a good chance of winning the award. Hang, I like it, PD. I've got Nick Bosa from the 49ers. I I think last year his season was really underappreciated and undervalued. Um, you know, coming off an injury. So obviously body is more confident and um, I think if the 49ers are going to have success, they're going to have a strong defense and he is the leader of that defense. So I'm going Nick Bosa. Bang, I like it. All right, comeback player of the year we're going to next. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing if my guy kind of qualifies here, but we'll talk about that in a tick. Smithy? I'm going to choose this one with my heart. Christian oh no, McCaffrey. I think we're going to agree. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Chris, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he's played 
I think he's played six full games in the last two seasons and missed the rest due to injury. Um, he's one of the most dynamic playmakers in the NFL. He's someone who's had a thousand receiving yards and a thousand rushing yards in the same season, which is just unheard of. If Carolina are going to do what I think they can do here, that is be a fringe playoff team. McCaffrey's going to have a huge season, and he's the kind of player who makes the eye-catching play, um, which will stand out in terms of an award like this. So CMC is my pick. I was full on prepared to for someone to be like, I'm not sure if he qualifies, does this. I'd like an impassioned defense ready to go. And as soon as Smithy said heart, I've I've actually gone, no, it's actually worse. I'm agreeing with him. <laughs> oh boy. So bubbles, count us in. What have you got? Or who have you got? Well, I, th- I think it, it really is hard to not be eligible for this award. I'm pretty sure they throw in people who just had down seasons as, as eligible from the year before. But I've gone J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, it always feels like Ravens running backs have success. And uh, he's obviously a young player. We haven't really seen much of him, obviously injured all of last year. But, um, you know, I'm not the only one here that likes the Ravens this year. And I think if he can you know, go over a 1,000 yards and, and be a big part of the Ravens' success this year. I can see him winning the award. Beautiful. I like it. All right, let's get to uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, which this has changed for me um, at times, and I'm going to put about eight favoritism on Smithy and I agreeing. And if uh, after the show, Smithy, you want me to take a photo of this to prove that I didn't just write this today, but does yours happen to be a certain running back? AFC South running back. Yeah. Who I wrote about three weeks ago was the best Texans running back on the roster. Is this who we're talking about? Yeah, that'll do. That's him. My man, Damian <laughs> Pierce. Damian Pierce, yep. I am yep. all aboard the Damian Pierce train. I've been chewing these two blokes' ear off about how good Damian Pierce is, and he is proving every time he steps onto the field just how good he is. Um, like I said in my week one preseason recap that I wrote on the Raw in Australia, I said that Damian Pierce was the best Houston Texans running back, and um, he should start. He's going to start, and he has looked awesome. So give me all of the Damian Pierce stocks and more. It looks like bubbles. You're just going to have to be different at this point in time because the top row of this stream yard right now is just ridiculously <laughs> in agreement. Who have you got, mate? Yeah, I'll I'll go with um, Christian Watson from the Green Bay Packers. I, I think uh, for me, it was just picking whichever wide receiver I liked the most, uh, um, and you know I really like his situation. Aaron Rodgers doesn't really have a number one wide receiver. Um, I, I don't know if, if Watson will step in straight away and, and contribute, you know, from, from the get-go, but I think towards the end of the season, he will, um, you know, probably be one of Rogers' favourite targets. I could see him being a big part of their passing attack and, and you know, winning Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hey, beautiful. You can keep up your momentum and go your uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year if you want me. Yeah, um, and I think we, we all probably have the same answer here um, unless you're going left field, but it's Aiden Hutchinson for me from the Lions and it's just so hard to to kind of watch him or look at him and say that he's not going to win it or he's not really a chance to win it. I think he, he's rightfully the favourite and 
you know, he's such a physical presence. We've seen it on Hard Knocks. If you've watched that, uh, his first first play, his first drive, he just made uh, a big impact on that defense. And and it's something that the Lions really need a young player like that. Um, and I think he just about is the best player on that Lions defense. And I think he'll win the award. Now, I'm going to disagree with you and go the clamp himself in Source Gardner, who is going to be just a genuine stopper all season. I think the Jets are going to need, again, something to cheer about a little bit. And let's face it, he's got the name, he's got the talent, he's got the lockdown ability. Uh, give me all the source. Absolutely. Smithy? Yeah, I've got two uh, sort of left field picks that I really like this year. Um my first one is Trent McDuffie, who I've been quite vocal about. Mm. One of my favorite defensive rookies in last year's draft class. I think he steps right into a really significant role with the Kansas City Chiefs. And he makes plays. He's a playmaker. I, I can see him having quite a few interceptions, and that's going to stand out. The other one is Quay Walker for the Green Bay Packers. Another one who's going to step into re- a really significant role on what I predict to be a top three defense in the NFL. Um, if he can contribute to winning football by making plays defense, I think he's so a key chance for this award. Beautiful. I like it. And finally, before we let the good people go, coach of the year, which let's be honest, is never actually the coach of the best team in football. It's just the team that makes the biggest jump. It's essentially the most improved coach of the year, let's be honest. Uh, but, you know, we love it anyway. So, uh, Smithy, you can continue your momentum. Who have you got for coach of the year? Nick Sirianni for me. Oh, I just feel oh. like I feel like the Eagles are going to make that jump. You've doing each other's homework. Yeah, win, what the hell? Win the NFC East and Nick Sirianni is going to be um, – sort of accredited and um you know accomplished for that achievement and he's going to win the award this is going to make for horrific podcasting but i've just sent through the photo of my google doc that has nick sirianni on it so you don't think i'm just trying to have a get out of jail free card or whatever but this is just not okay at this point in time i think you sent the wrong picture does uh no definitely did not i'm not the only one not wearing Um, pants <laughs> oh, oh, says, I opened up the wrong uh, message. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sent it on Messenger, not Snapchat. Come on, <laughs> you got to be better. You got to be better than that. But Smithy, can you confirm that's what is written? Yeah, it's, yeah, you, you you did write that for the people. Fantastic. All right, um, T. Did I? I don't think I asked you. I was just yeah. I don't fucking know. Remind me. Have I asked you? I've thrown you off. No, you haven't. Um, I'll, There's a better uh, way of putting it than that, considering we're talking about pants. <laughs> Who's your coach? I've of the gone. Year? I've gone. John Harbaugh from the Baltimore Ravens. I think um, they've got you know the storyline that goes along with this kind of award of, of being last in their division. To I think we've all predicted them to win their division. So from worst to first, and um, you know I, I don't know if they'll be the best team, but as you said, as it doesn't usually go to the the coach of the best team and. Um, the only thing that puts me off a little bit is he has won one in the last couple of years um, and usually don't see coaches win too many of these awards in a row. But um, I think if there is a coach uh, that's going to win it, John Harbour is going to win it. He's a really good coach and um, you know we've seen it in the preseason. They've won all their games again for, 
for I don't know how many years. And I know 23 that has... preseason games. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that has yes. obviously nothing to do with this award, but it just goes to show <laughs> how serious he takes his football and how good a coach he actually is. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. I like it. Smithy is here. The fact that he's won one recently turned you off him because they are your island team this year and you've showed them no faith by winning the division. Yeah, no, he he was going to be my pick, but um, Teed was right. He, he's won an award. He's won a, one of those awards recently, and um, I feel like it's one of those ones that, as you said, Daz doesn't get handed out to the best team, uh, the coach of the best team. It's sort of a, a feel good story, I guess, the coach of the year. And I, I feel like the Eagles are going to be that if they do what I think they will do this year. And no better what? proof to that with, um, I don't know how many Bill Belichick's won, but you could probably argue you should have six or seven by now and, and he'd mm. probably have nowhere near that. Yeah, well, Smithy and I, they're our Australian football team. We won four grand finals, or if you're in America, championships. Our coach never won coach of the year. Our captain never won captain of the year throughout their entire careers. The award is a sham, and frankly, I'm ashamed <laughs> for bringing it up. However... Uh, nice and punchy. Someone's fellas. certainly forgotten Under. about it. Yeah, yeah, it's good to see that I'm over it, isn't it? I'm, well, yeah, it's a therapist problem. Um, so that's it. Preseason done and dusted. All the predictions, all the big calls, all the bold calls, which means that by the time we sit down next, gentlemen, we will be talking about actual tipping. We're going to get the people involved. Whether you're listening to the full version, we'll hopefully get a uh, video up on TikTok as well. Life is getting pretty friggin' crazy and Daz is struggling to keep up with uploading on time. I promise I will be doing better as we go through the season. You'll get all our locks, all the highlights from the shows and when one of us inevitably fucks up in a monumental way, that is going to be put on there as well. So make sure you follow us there and Smithy's going to give us his uh, post amble and get us out of here. Yes, so it's exciting times. We'll be back this time next week with a full week one preview, going with a little bit of a different format this year. So it should be uh, really fun. Cannot wait for it. But most importantly, guys, stay 